Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today we're welcoming. Ah, we're rolling right into this welcoming guest, Dan Schaefer, music recording artist. This has just been one of those things that we've never had. We've never dropped a, never dropped a guest before, and we've never uh, stumbled over all this. So we're gonna just take this ride right on through there. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Very good, Charmy. I hope everything's well with you. I'm doing great, my friend. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Uh, just rolled right over that and kind of fell down the hill, but I said, you know what? We're going to just kind of keep on going. <laughs> That's right, but That's how you keep the rock rolling, man. You just keep on going even when you're, you feel like you can't. You just go with it. That's it, my friend. That's it. You know what? Here's the thing. I had talked to you the other day, and I found out that you got this nice hot show coming up in Franklin, Tennessee at the Mockingbird Theater. Tell us a little bit about it. It's December 7th, by the way. Pardon me, sir? I said, December 7th, I said, I hear you have this great show at the Mockingbird Theater in Franklin, Tennessee. Tell us a little bit about the show coming up. Oh, great. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a very timid uh, theater. It holds maybe about 200 people or so. So I'm excited about that because a lot of the theaters that I've been in have been, you know, larger. And, uh, but this, to me, is a, so I'm going to be doing a, a very intimate acoustic show and uh, performing a lot of great songs that influenced my life as well as uh, possibly the fabric of, of a lot of my peers as well and, and that'll be coming. You know, I do songs like Dust in the Wind or Going to California by Led Zeppelin or, uh, you know, things like uh, Sunshine Go Away by Jonathan Edwards. You know, songs that you're not going to really hear, but I think uh, that, that really are a great encouragement and influence uh, not only to my life, but to a lot of others, too. Uh, my whole, you know, uh, opinion of the show, that I do anyway, is really just uh, pay this music forward and uh, keep it moving. And uh, otherwise, we forget about these great songs. I know I do. You know, all of a sudden, you hear a radio song. It's like, wow. Man, I can remember where I was at that point. So, and, um, but, yeah, it's going to be in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, December 7th. It's a Saturday. Uh, the show starts at six o'clock. Uh, tickets are now on sale. They're fifteen dollars. Uh, you can go to the www.mockingbirdtheater, and that's t h e a t e r uh, dot com, and you can purchase it there, or you can go to my uh, you know Facebook page, and you can you know go there and get them too. But uh, uh, but uh, it's it's a it's like I said, it's going to be an intimate show. And uh, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, fifteen dollars a ticket. I mean, man. I mean, that that's a steal at any gig. I mean, geez. Uh, and, and to get such an array of music. I mean, I've I've seen you perform on stage. A lot of people might know you from The Voice, um, or or they know you from touring around. And a lot of people don't realize it. And you brought this up to me before. I forgot that you also did jingles, which back when jingles were really hot. Yeah, I kind of miss those days, to be honest with you. And uh, that's that's how Blake, you know, Blake knew me from a variety of other things. But uh, you know, talking about the voice, I was on Blake Shelton's scene there. I was on season eleven. Uh, but anyhow, you know, I um, I was man, I was really blessed to be involved with Jingles and uh, just behind the scenes. You know, one day you had to be Harry Connick Jr., another day Paul McCartney, another day you had to be Paul Rogers, and you know, or eat glass like, you know, like I did all the Transformers, Robots in Disguise commercials, or BC Powder, I had to, you know, be like Michael McDonald, you know, so you just never, 
you just never know. Or Aliens 3, that the motion picture, right? You know, the voice of the alien, uh, you know, for all the space marine uh, that came out of that. So, I mean, it's just, uh, you just had to be, uh, I guess, a chameleon. And um, yeah. you know, that's, I guess, that's what I loved about it the most is because all were influences uh, in my life. Like I say, everybody from you know, Jonathan Edwards to Led Zeppelin to, uh, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing, so. You should do your opening like that. Do your uh, do your aliens voice. Do your opening. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> you know, it's, we we recorded like uh, I don't even know, man. As many tracks as I could, and just kept on going with it. You know, and yeah. uh, no, that's, that's so, really cool. The trying I mean, you know, people get an intimate setting, which is really. I mean, the last time you were, last time I saw you, White House on fire. Uh, that, that you know you have thousands of people there. This is going to be an intimate setting. I mean, I saw this and I was thinking, man, some of the best concerts you know I've seen in front of you know twenty thousand fans, and then you see that same band at a at a smaller venue that you can just you feel like you're you know whether you're in the last row or the front row, you feel like you're sitting right beside the act. Yeah, I've always loved that myself. I mean, to this day, you know, any stories or backline you know, uh, stories that you can hear about someone in their lives. And heck, there's bands that, believe it or not, I just, I, I didn't, I never even liked, you know. And then I saw their backstory or their questions during an interview or an intimate environment. Just out of acoustic guitar or piano and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I like, I, you know, it just changed my heart on the individual. And, um, you know, you get to hear their stories and then it, it you know, it just, uh, it, you grew to be a fan, you know, and uh, yeah, exactly. So, but in that I, type of setting, yeah, in that type of setting. I mean, my youngest son became a fan of Kiss because of the fact of uh, of watching them in, in an intimate setting when they did the unplugged little, you know, close up the in the theater, and he became a fan of them, you know, and he's way uh, he's twenty seven. So I mean, right. watching that kind of, and he had heard Kiss many times, but it's like, oh, okay, yes. that's cool, Dad. But all of a sudden, he sees it there, and he was, you know. And he was young, so seeing somebody coming and seeing you in a theater like that, and I'm sure the acoustics are just going to just tear the place down the way you play. Um, yes. You know, that's bringing it, because, and you such a, so such an array of a uh, range of different types of music you can do. I mean, like you said, you were talking about Led Zeppelin, and then you're talking about going to Kansas and in Dust in the Wind, and I've seen you do Farner, and, and you know, you, you just, you can go up and down that board, and... That's what's really cool about it, you know, is that I, I think that people could go out and, you know, sit down and just, you know, pick, just check off their music box. You know? Yeah, I agree. And, I, and I, I agree with you what you said earlier. You know, you mentioned the word younger. You know, 27 to me seems younger now. So, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because uh, you know, I have sons that age. So, but the, the thing is, is that, you know, what's great about this environment, too, at least from my perspective, uh, like, for instance, I, I did a show at the Arcana Theater in Chicago, and, uh, you know, the same show that I'll be doing here at the Mockingbird Theater in, in Franklin on the 7th of December, uh, you know, you'll have a, a granddad of 72 or 73 or 4, their son in their 50s or 40s, and their, their son or daughter coming, so you've got like three generations. And you'll have this 14-year-old or 17-year-old, 18-year-old come up to you and hug you and say, man, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's not me. It's just uh, <laughs> it's the fact that they they just have went out and, say, for instance, bought, you know, there's a resurgence in violence, you know, and plus the fact that 
from the 70s, the 60s and 70s, uh, still linger on strongly. Uh, this is the first time that they've heard somebody perform this song live uh, with with this passion and the spirit of that music, you know. No, it was, it's not about me, it's about the music. And uh, they've seen it, and they'll give this big hug. And, and you know what? That's my job done, because it's my purpose is to be able to pass this music forward and now introduce it to someone else. I have no qualms also with uh, people. I tell them to Google, get your phones out, you know. Go to, go to a Google site right now, or Google uh, right now, you know, Led Zeppelin, going to California and save it, you know, or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, no, I'm but, uh, no, no, you know, I, know, I know what you mean on that, but, but that, that's the thing, and people have to, and, and here's the thing, is that you're like one of those cats that just kind of walks up there, and you, you, you're very confident on stage, which obviously, you know, takes time, you know, and experience to do, and, you know, you've honed your craft. For, for years and but you know you can just you can just rock out or you can just take it easy and I, I, I kind of feel it's almost like the Eagles meets Farner meets Led Zeppelin meets Kansas you know it's yes. it, it's like that that all of a sudden that you can go up and down and and yet you and you can throw you know modern things in you know today today's music in there of something you yes. like too and that's why you know I saw people of all ages rocking out to you when I was live seeing you at a concert. And I thought that was really cool because, you know, a lot of times, like you said, you know, you might have the 14-year-old all the way to the 17-year-old all the way up there. I mean, 72-year-old rather up there, and it just kind of rolls right into, into play. And, and, I mean, you had a lot of young people at the White House and the Fire event that we saw you at. And that, and they were rocking to you just as much as, you know, somebody who's 50 or 60. Oh, Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, and, and I think there lies the uh, the ground neutral, you know. I mean, you can be of all age groups, color, you know, black, white, Hispanic, doesn't matter. Uh, you can be uh, Democrat, Republican. You can be rich, poor. You can be thin, heavy. Uh, but the thing is, the common ground that you'll have is, like, you all love Led Zeppelin or you all love Beatles or all of you love you know, this or that, and it's just like that's the one common ground that we all can share. And if we start there, my goodness, we can all just enjoy the evening, even if it's just for an hour or two, right? <laughs> Absolutely, but, you know, I mean, yeah. people, this is coming up on December the 7th in Franklin, Tennessee, at the Mockingbird Theater. You guys got to make sure to check that out in Franklin, Tennessee. But um, tickets are $15, man. Come on, you guys spend that to go to the movies. Trust me, if you go out and you see Dan Schaefer, You'll just, you know, it's, 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 he's a great act. He brings it right up. And this is an intimate setting. This is about 200 people. So this, I mean, you're going to be like you're sitting right in your living room watching this guy. And he brings the energy. He doesn't, isn't necessarily flying off the ceiling, but he is literally, you know, sitting there. You can sit. That's the funny thing about you, I think, Dan, is that you can sit there and you can be, you can be sitting there playing and the building's shaking, or you can be just as mellow as can be. And, you know, I, I used to say that about Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer oh, yeah. barely did anything on stage sometimes, and the place would be rocking and shaking, and, and, and you make it look effort, you know, like, like it's like almost effortless like that sometimes, that it, it's just, you know, and you have people rocking. So that's really cool to see, you know, somebody who can do that. I enjoy that. Well, well, I do too, to be honest with you. I really do appreciate your saying so, too, Char. So, you know, it's um, it's like, you know, some of your mentors, for instance. I mean, you could see, sit there and, and 
I've seen shows where, for instance, it's just James Taylor by himself on a stool, yeah. you know, or you could watch uh, Peter Frampton's got his live acoustic show right now out with Gordon Kennedy, you know, um, you know, if you, if you can go to Access Television, you know, and their, their concerts they have, you can probably see that. But I'm just saying, you know, Anna Nancy Hart, you know, I mean, man, you see these guys and they're rocking, but when they're doing those songs, it, it's just like, you know, it's, it, I don't know, there's just something different about something that's unplugged, so to speak. And to me, it's just, uh, it's kind of like everybody's being brought into that song at a deeper level, possibly. Uh, and because you're as raw and naked as possible, you know, for me, these types of shows, uh, is just that it's raw and naked. There's nothing to hide behind. There's nothing to, uh, you know, you know, like I said, it's not about dancing. It's not about lights. It's not about, uh, right. you know, all, all that stuff. It's just a song and the performer and, uh, your and audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's connectivity. I think, and I think that's one of those things that we need to, go back to, you know, I can very easily go out and, and do this, you know, a big, you know, do a group and this and that, but, you know, I just, right now, I'm just more into uh, the acoustic thing, and I really would like to, uh, like I said, pass this material, pass this music forward, introduce young people and, and refresh the minds of those who already know it, so uh, one way or the other, just lift up the music and uh, pass it forward. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, there's nothing like, you know, and, and, you know, you being a musician, and I've had tons of buddies that are like yourself that are musicians, and you're sitting in the living room, you know, the game's over, whatever, you guys are hanging out, somebody yanks out the guitar, and boom, all of a sudden somebody's rocking. This is what this is going to be like. I mean, you know, you guys can sit out there, and you take your significant other, take your kids or grandkids. It's a family show. Dan puts on a family show. I, you know, so yes. I mean, it's something that you can bring your kids to uh, or, yes. or, or your girl or significant other, and, you know, you can go and just have a good time in a nice sure. place, and, and, it, and you, you think, you know, you're sitting on a sofa, and, you know, he's got a guitar, and you're all sitting in the back, you know, having a drink or whatever, and 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 enjoying a night out. And I mean, and geez, fifteen dollars a ticket, man. That's 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 a that's that's a pretty reasonable evening out, Dan. Yes, it is, and uh, you can grab dinner there too. You know, uh, they have sandwiches, and they'll have cocktails. You know, whether it be beer, wine, or uh, spirits, and uh, nice, and so forth. That. So yeah, so um, you know, you can just show up and have, grab yourself a something to drink, as you say, and just sit back and enjoy the show, and, uh, you know, just enjoy, you know, or questions, or this or that, you know, we'll have a little time to be able to, uh, you know, just spend some time with the audience, you know, after the show, and, um, you know, so That's just, uh, they're good. I mean, people, excuse me, I don't mean to roll all over you, um, people, it's been one of those shows like, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, um, people can also, you know, get the idea that, you know, man, I'll tell you what, to sit back and talk to, you know, you guys get five seconds to come up and say hello. Um, if he has the opportunity or you have the opportunity, you know, Dan's one of those guys that, you know, he's not going to big ball. You walk up, you introduce yourself, and, you know, you can get a picture with him or whatever. It's really cool. He's like that. And I, and yes. that. And I know you had no idea that was coming, and I hope you have time, if, you know, if you, if you can. But So I don't want to throw you under the bus like that, but I'm telling you, you get a chance to walk over, introduce yourself, um, and, you know, get a picture or whatever with them because really, uh, man, I mean, you just, I, I, the funny thing it is with you is that you, you, I put you in a different category within a lot of the guys because 
you uh, you kind of what you see is what you get. You you, you know you're 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 that guy that you know you can you're like the everyday guy with a ton of talent. Well, I appreciate you saying so. I really do. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm still a fan. So that being a fan keeps you humble. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> uh, even though you can share the stage with you know you know whoever, uh, and I've done so many times. You know, right. Uh, uh, but I'm still a fan of the music, and I think as long as we focus on the music, I think last time we talked about the All-Star Show, you know, we talked about silicone bananas, you know, and this and that. Right. You know, wh when you start focusing on the the aesthetics and you start focusing on, you know, like you said, dance or lights and this and that, well, it, it just diverts your attention from really where it should be, which is the song, the music, the singer, the person trying to communicate, you know, and... Uh, so, you know, I just, to me, I'm just going to stay focused on the music, and it's not about me, like I say. I mean, it is because I'm the one, you know, uh, I'm the messenger, so to speak, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm the messenger, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, as long as you stay a fan, you know, it's like, you know, talking, you know, if you were talking to, uh, or have, if everybody's ever listened to an interview with, you know, say for instance, uh, Keith Richards, you know, he's not talking about himself, come look at me, this, that. Man, he's talking about Howlin' Wolf, man, or he's talking about, right. you know, or, you know, or, or uh, you know, Eric Clapton, we talking about B.B. King, you know, or all the kings for that matter, Albert, but, you know, B.B. and whatever, you know, but I'm just saying, Absolutely. uh, you know, Paul McCartney talking about Chet Atkins, you know, or, you know, Elvis, you know, and Elvis would be talking that. about, I love you know, that. so... That, and that's exactly what you do on that part of it, and, that, and that's why. And I, I keep bringing you around about while you play. But now, when it comes, I'm going I'm to bring that up now. Obviously, you know, a couple months ago, you know, you were playing with a huge all-star band, a White House on Fire. But excluding those guys, because there was a huge, huge amount of talent on that stage that day. But tell me, just tell me real quick, and you know, and I know we don't have too much time, but tell me real quick a couple of guys that you feel like you've been blessed to share the stage with that you said, man, this is really cool. Because, you know, we spoke about on, the, on our last, last time you were on the show about how you're still a fan, which I think is hugely important. Um, tell me a couple of guys that you, you just, when you got on stage and you're playing beside them, you're like, yeah, man, this is really still cool. Well, man, I think the first one that comes to my mind, because I've done several shows with him, is Artemis Pyle from Leonard Skinner, the Artemis Pyle band, you know, and uh, I just love Artemis. You know, I share the same birthday of July 15th, so, uh, but man, I tell you, to be on a stage with Artemis and playing with him is such an honor, and especially if you start, you know, reminiscing about where he came from uh, with Leonard Skinner and, and, you know, my gosh, you know, uh, just he he's he's one of those artists that I have, you know, or some people may not even know of Kent Wells for instance who produces Dolly Parton, you know, to share the stage with Kent or Kirk McKim, you know, guitar play with Pat Travers, you know, uh it's just, you know, several people like that. But John Wysocki from Stain, you know, and people don't know about the guys that are behind that, you know, or you know, Dolly Parton, you know, share the stage with Dolly Parton and, uh, those, and uh, those were all you know, just, uh, you know, Joe Diffie, you know, it's really funny, after The Voice, you know, uh, interviews from classic rock stations, as well as, believe it or not, current country stations were uh, doing interviews with me, because they, they thought that Feel Like Making Love was the latest, the latest country song, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and hey, you know what, at first I thought, oh, that's crazy, 
But then again, I thought, no, 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 no. Let them do some research on that song, and they're gonna, it's going to lead into Bad Company. So I said, well, God, for that, they're going to find another band, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, or if you listen to, like, say, Bad Company do uh, 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 Young Blood, you know, they're going to drift back to the coasters, you know, and if they, you know, right. all the way back to the 50s, you know, so I figured, nah, I, I don't take offense to any of that, man. But uh, anyhow, you know, Kent and... The first, rock and roll, first band inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, by the way, just to let everybody know. The Coasters. The coasters the, the, oh, my gosh. Just Google those guys. Oh, yeah. Hugely talented, but the very first rock and roll band inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, good. There's a there's trivia, there's trivia right there. But and, and it's funny. And now you just you just melted me right there with the coasters, man. I mean, I just you know that was just awesome. But uh, and, and I didn't see that one coming. Um, I'm sorry. Well, it's just that, <laughs> like I said, a lot of my influences come came from you know not necessarily the blues, like a lot of my my bandmates have come from. You know, I mean, if you listen to Paul Warren, you know, uh, who's currently with Bad Company, well, specifically Brian Howe. Uh, you know, he's a blues uh, aficionado, you know. Right. Uh, although I am somewhat, uh, but I'm more a rock and roll guy. So, uh, I mean, to me, the coasters and, you know, I mean, I just, you know, a lot of those bands that came out of that era were my influences, you know, and uh, right. into, into you know, where black music came you know, of being on the you know on the R and B side or pop, you know the spinners, the the, the you know the, the four tops, you know, oh, uh, you know the shy lights, you know. You know, I mean, oh my gosh, oh, you know, yeah, I hear that, that stuff. That, and, that stuff gives you chills. Oh, you hear those vocals and those harmonies, man. It's just like the melody, melodies, and uh, but rock and roll is great. You know, I just everything from Sam Cooke to. Uh, you know, like to say the coasters, man. They all uh, they all stand, you know, stemmed from blues, uh, but church in church music, you know. And anyway, I'm going off on a tangent no, here, no, but uh, it's so, so, I mean, but that, and that's the thing. So I mean, I love the fact that you know you have that big bigger rating. You and I can talk music all day, and just we're gonna, we're going to yeah. do that one day. We're gonna we're we're gonna sit down one day and grab lunch, and we're gonna do that. But um, another conversation, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, my friend. But look, people, Dan Schaefer. You might remember him from The Voice. You might you might have heard him on many many jingles or movies or whatever. I'm going to ask you a question: that What was it like? I'm going to sit there and say this: What was it like to sit back and see something like as big as on Transformers? You know, like when your kids see it or something like that. And that's that's you or your buddies are sitting there with you, and that's you doing these voices of an alien or Transformers or something like that. How cool was that? It to be such a you know, super blockbuster movies and and checking that out like in a theater with you know like that. Well, it's exciting, you know. Um, you know to see yourself to hear something on television, you know, on you know a major network, you know, something that you did was just, you know, uh, I, I I remember doing I was working at a deli at night and commuting uh, back and forth in that into. Um, uh, New York. Anyway, long story short, my wife called me one night while I was at the deli. She said, hurry up, Dan, turn on the channel, whatever it was. And I'm, I went over to the television, turned it on, and there was the Matchbox commercial for Lightning Key Cars, and, and it was like my first first one, you know. And I'm, My son, Jamie, at the time was maybe three years old or five, you know, whatever it was. And uh, to have him see him so excited about to see these Lightning Key Cars and Matchbox and 
for all of us, though, it's really a, a, a thrill, you know, because, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've heard stories and great backline stories with folks for the first time, like cruising down, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, like the Beach Boys. Driving down 75, you know. And right, yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, they, they hear the radio, you know, they roll down the windows, like, that's the beat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your kids so sitting there here, I like that. That's what I was hoping you were going to say something like, because your kids, I mean, here you're on a Matchbox commercial, and, and you know, and you got a you know a, a young three to five year old son that's sitting there, and you're like suddenly you're just you know you're dad, and then suddenly you're in the stratosphere of dad's a matchbox guy. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, it really is. And uh, we bought a van here. I don't know what year it was. We moved to Nashville '96. This might have been '98, you know, or 2000. My wife and I and the kids were small still, and uh, we were buying a van at this Ford dealership and uh, this fella comes out and all of a sudden, I don't know, I I don't even know how it came up, but he found out that I was Transformers man and he just lit right up. I mean, it was just, and here, this guy was probably in his, you know, probably 30s, you know, and uh, <laughs> so it made him, so it just made my day again, you know, it's just that here you are, you're passing it forward and uh, it's just, a, but to answer your question, it's an exciting thing to have happened for anybody, you know, and, uh, yeah, and I'm I, grateful. I, I, yeah, that, that's I do cool. praise God for it. So it's, a, it's oh, awesome. A, a, amen, amen on that. So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Uh, Mockingbird Theater, December the 7th. That's a Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about 6 o'clock p.m. So you want to get there a little early, but get your tickets in advance, you know, because I think they're going to be gobbled up quick. This is the theater. So it's a smaller venue, you know, so don't wait until the last minute to get your tickets or you might miss yeah. out on seeing Dan Schaefer. You might remember him from The Voice, TV, years of touring, but I'm telling you, he's going to rock the place. Great night out. Tickets are only $15. That's 230 Franklin Road, Building 6, Franklin, Tennessee. And you go guys to Mockingbird Theater. You check it out. Uh, Dan, where can we find you on social media, my friend? Uh, you can go to Dan Schaefer Music uh, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, the same thing. Dan Schaefer Music on Twitter, Instagram, and it's S-H-A-F-E-R. Dan, D-A-N-S-H-A-F-E-R, music, uh, M-U-S-I-C. Uh, you can go to .com or you can go to Instagram, Facebook, uh, and you can just Google uh, Dan Schaefer The Voice and you'll find me, I'm sure. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Mockingbird Theater, Franklin, Tennessee, Saturday, December 7th, 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I mean, if, if, if we're in town, we will be there, too, believe me. Um, if we can, we will make it. But, uh, look, thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes and uh, coming by. And uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I hope later on in the future when you have a project coming up that you'll come back to the Lifebox Media Channel and let us know what's going on. And uh, keep us abreast of everything coming up, you know, because you guys check out his music. I mean, you won't be disappointed. Huge array of talent here. And uh, I think it's a night that in uh, Franklin, Tennessee on December the 7th, you guys check it out. Go buy those tickets now because if, if they run out of tickets and they're sold out, don't yell at me and Dan for it because we told you early. So, <laughs> I mean, thank, thank you so much, much, buddy. I really appreciate it. Will you come back on again? Oh, yes, sir. We've got lots to share, lots to talk about, and lots to uh, pass forward, and as we say, keep the rock rolling. So, and uh, <laughs> my best to you and your family, Sean. Thank you so much. Bye. Same, same and, to you, uh, my friend, the Lifebox Media Channel, Dan Schaefer. You have a great day. Thank you, buddy.
Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.